Welcome to Dr. Cindy Speaks. Regular musings and reflections on politics, current events. Dr. Cindy Banyer is a mom and small business owner fighting for our water, our health, our community. She's running for the people of Southwest Florida, trying to flip Florida 19 from red to blue. Listen as she speaks truth to power. Hello, this is Dr. Cindy Banyi for Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe for March 1st, 2023. And this podcast is being recorded at 3.48 p.m. So today the news is mostly about Florida and what's going on here under the increasingly tight control of Ron DeSantis. So we saw today a bill filed in the supermajority dominated Republican Florida legislature, House Bill 991, which makes it so easier for people to file defamation cases against people in the media, journalists, and other folks who are using quotes or likenesses of individuals. Essentially, it removes the exemption from professional media from talking about people in a way that they may seem to think is negative and opens them up for lawsuits. Essentially, it will chill out and freeze out any sort of media here that might be critical of Ron DeSantis or his cronies at this point in time. It's a pretty classic move when it comes to consolidation of power is also curtailing the media. I will say that since the session here in the Florida legislature has started to heat up, the culture wars and the legislation and regulations to back up the consolidation of Ron DeSantis's power have become more and more apparent. We saw that yesterday with a filing of a bill, the Ultimate Cancel Act, which seems to be specifically targeted at eliminating the Democratic Party and the state of Florida, which would make Florida a one-party state. This, again, is just extremely worrying, and people should be very concerned and speaking up about it. Unfortunately, because of the supermajority in the Florida legislature, it will really be up to Ron DeSantis and his cronies as to what happens. There is some political power, especially as we've seen when Republicans stand up against legislation. In the last session, we saw at least one piece of legislation that passed that was a, quote, men's rights bill, which started to maneuver away from the mother some rights that they had and even opened up custody battles for relitigation across the state of Florida, even though that had been supported Ron DeSantis and passed the Florida legislature, it was ultimately vetoed because of power and pressure from the Republicans themselves. So at this point in time, I'm just going to continue to ask folks outside of Florida and people who are even supporters of Republicans and Ron DeSantis to start to stand up and push back against some of these extreme ideas that are being fomented in the state capital of Tallahassee here in Florida, because this is no longer about a democracy and two parties with different ideas. It's about Ron DeSantis's power climb and his desire to minimize, mitigate, oppress, and 
even completely dissolve any sort of opposition. Speaking of which, locally here in Southwest Florida, there was a city council meeting in Naples. And one thing that was on the agenda was the Pride Festival that was held in Cambier Park in downtown Naples. This had been for years a an ongoing event that was full of vendors and supportive of the LGBT community and invited families and all types of different folks into the space. However, there had been counter protests that I personally went witnessed last year. Someone was arrested for burning a pride flag and people had videotaped some of the performances and had made allegations that it was pornographic or sexual in nature and should be barred from the public square. So this is ongoing discussion as to how and and it should be supported or can it go on or if there is any public support for it. This came to a head this morning when there were people that came to the city council meeting in support of the Naples Pride as well as for LGBT rights. And they were faced with confrontation from anti-LGBT folks, many holding very disturbing and violent signs. They were dressed as religious people, don't know exactly which church or synagogue they were affiliated with. However, they presented themselves as religious people and it they had signs that say, end all perverts and no drag shows in Naples. And one that said, God, please kill them which is by far the most disturbing sign that we've seen and really marks an uptick in rhetoric, violence against the LGBT community. And just by note, it is improper for people to be connecting explicitly people who have alternative lifestyles, sexuality, gender identity to child endangerment and abuse. And that's exactly what these folks are doing. Advertisements for the counter protest included imagery of children being abused and people crying for the children. So this is wrapped up in a lot of misinformation that people are being fed about this. And again, just another very disturbing turn of events here in Florida. The attacks on the drag shows and the pride festivals are now very open and apparent and the folks on the right are getting increasingly violent around it and having increasingly violent rhetoric. And I don't personally foresee it getting any calmer anytime soon especially as Ron DeSantis and folks are emboldened because of what's going on in the legislature and the fact that they're trying to eliminate any opposition will be again, helpful to keep shining light on this and talking about it and getting external help from this. This is March 1st, taking a turn here. We ended black history month and now have moved into women's history month. So we will be continuing to celebrate the achievements of women and frankly, looking to make new history in Florida as we work to preserve the rights of women across the state, knowing that the Florida legislature is being led by a bunch of extremists under Ron DeSantis's control who want to take away women's rights. Hoping that we have a better Women's History Month than I'm looking down here at. Additionally, 
if we look nationally, there was some good news coming nationally, and that is pharmaceutical maker Eli Lilly, who makes the life-saving insulin drug that people who are diabetic rely on to live, announced that they are cutting the costs of their drug by 70%. Early, it was required that it be capped, that insulin be capped for Medicare and Medicaid patients to $35 a dose, and Eli Lilly has continued that through to offer that to many other types of patients as well. This comes as a result of not only just external pressure at the high cost of insulin, but also requirements that were in the Inflation Reduction Act that was proposed by the Biden administration and then passed through the Democratic-led legislature. So as people are celebrating the win, remember that the private company made this change because of pressure they receive from the public and from public policy decisions. So do not underestimate the role that public policy has on curtailing excessive profiteering in private companies and profiteering companies. Looking abroad, also, there is some news when it comes to Ukraine and Eastern Europe. So we just recently marked the one-year anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine by Russia and the total miscalculation of Putin that he would be able to just roll over Russia or roll over Ukraine and take over easily. The United States has stepped up to protect another democracy as well as to provide a buffer to other Eastern European countries, especially our NATO allies. When it comes to NATO, Finland and Sweden have applied for NATO membership, and they are one step closer as their applications for membership have been fast-tracked, and the Finnish parliament just voted overwhelmingly to approve NATO, NATO inclusion. So this will add to the formidable opposition to Russian expansionism in Eastern Europe. It'll provide the United States and our allies with additional resources and space to buffer any expansion efforts that Vladimir Putin may have and hopefully deter him from escalating his war in Ukraine and potentially even going further with nuclear weapons, keeping in mind that recently the Russians announced that they were pulling out of the New START Treaty, which is a nuclear disarmament treaty, and that was actually signed just recently by Vladimir Putin as well. So the age of nuclear disarmament is over, and it is clear that we are going to be moving in the opposite direction for the near future. Anyway, it's Wednesday, hoping that you are moving along and finding joy and peace where you can, because in days like this, it can be a challenge. Thanks for tuning in here to Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe on Big Mouth Media. Don't forget to take a look at all of our Big Mouth Media and follow us across social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget to check out our newest podcast, Cast Universal basic pod with Chris Proyo. Thanks for joining me here today. Check everything out at bigmouthmediafl.com. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Cindy Speaks. If you'd like to learn more about her, go to cindybanyer.com or connect with her directly at vote 
at cindybanier.com. We love connecting with people.